Welcome back, strangers. Today we're live with the Scottish horror narrator, Mr. Ramsey. Today we're going to talk about Scotland and its many myths and legends, along with it, talking about everything we want to in the chat. So glad to have you here. Feel free to participate, and uh, we'll get into it. My name is Blake. Uh, if you don't know, I am one of the narrators slash editors for The Strangest. I uh, just do all the, you know, all the shenanigans. Uh, this is Ethan. Hey, what's up, guys? The other half of The Strangest. In case you don't know, we're a paranormal and unsolved mysteries YouTube channel. We travel to haunted and strange places. We film it, narrate over it, and we do a weekly live stream, which is this, every Friday at 8 p.m. Except next week, it's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern time, so be ready for that difference. But we do a new video every week, and uh, I help write scripts, do some of the editing, and uh, post stuff on our social media. So follow us. But uh, how are you doing, Mr. Ramsey? Thanks for joining us. And how would you describe your channel and yourself to strangers? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I would describe it as a primarily horror channel, um, mixture of like. No sleep stories, um, true crime, something I'm planning to do, and some myth and legend videos um, specifically to Scotland. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. How long, how long have you been doing it? Um, I'll be two months next Tuesday. Yeah, you just hit 400 subs too, man. That's <laughs> congratulations. That's that's yeah. really big in the short amount. Yeah, I've been told that's doing well. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It takes a lot. I mean, that <clears throat> I think the first hundred really drug for us, and then after that, it picked up a little bit. But I mean, yeah, every bit's hard. <laughs> yeah, every bit. It's a little bit of a struggle for us, yeah. but it's fun. So, but hello, everyone in the chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. Just a little quick, quick run up. Hey, Tamra, how's it going? Kenneth, how's it going? Selena, good to see you. We're having a good evening. I am at least. I can't speak for everyone else. Hopefully, everyone's having a good one. Uh, let's see. Hey there, hey there. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Carrie said, hey, everyone. I see it. If I seem quiet tonight, it's merely due to a poor internet connection. Okay, excuses. Flying Llama <laughs> Lover, I'm excited. We're excited to have you. Lauren, how's it going? She's starting late. This is like the earliest we've actually, like the closest to being on time we've done in a while. In a month, I know. We've been struggling so hard. <laughs> And I thought I was going to be late because my computer was having issues, but still made it. Uh, let's see. Lauren said, I can see the paranormal and have been able to ever since I can remember. Man, I wish. I want to hey, see Blake, stuff. Blake's a skeptic at heart. <laughs> I am, but like I want like I want to. Like It's not like I'm just like, oh, it's not real. Like I want to believe. I want to believe. I just got to <laughs> see it. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for hanging out with us, and we hope you enjoy so oh man yeah, we're gonna talk about scottish monsters and myths it was inspired by our edinburgh video just hit ten thousand views so if you haven't yeah. seen that video check it out and we also did a collaboration with unit on uh stories from europe and like the united kingdom there's a few from scotland and that so be sure to check that out we'll be talking about some of that but uh what's you guys's favorite scottish legend Hmm. Man, I feel so basic. Like I just, I love Nessie. Like I know that's just the go-to answer, but you know, I really like the Loch Ness monster. I've always thought it was a really cool thing because it's like it, 
yeah, it's probably not real, but I mean, it's not the most far fetched. <laughs> and creatures have existed like it before, so I mean, it could, you know, it could be a thing. Again, not likely, but it's it, you know, whatever. I believe. <laughs> um, I don't know. For me, I think it would have to be the one about the Garbles vampire, the one in set in Glasgow. Um, I think simply just because of the amount of news coverage and things that got, because it was that recent, it was in like 19, I want to say 1930s, it could have been later, I think it was later, maybe 60s, way off with my dates, but the amount of news coverage it got, and it was in headlines in America papers and all sorts, whereas a lot of the myths and legends are so old that, you know, potentially it leaves a lot up to kind of like hearsay, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Scotland yeah. has a lot of history and legend behind it. That's what makes it really oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, over in America, we're still babies. We don't have any cool legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All we have is like hairy, big feet people or monsters. Like we don't have these giant, you know, vampires and stuff. Although when we were in New Orleans, there was a lot of stories about vampires, but most of it was chalked up to just people that were really pale and had uh, scurvy. <laughs> like coming off the boats, like didn't come off sick. Yeah. Anything, so, all right. So, have you ever experienced anything paranormal or anything involving anything legendary from Scotland? Um, nothing kind of legendary, but um, I've had a paranormal experience. Um, yeah, what happened? Let me think. It was probably about what's it, five years ago. I think it was about 16 at the time. Um, and my granddad, my grand were away on holiday. Um, and they live on a farm. So it's kind of quite an isolated area. Um, they have a nice big like farmhouse. It's quite old and you can hear every creak and, and the floorboards and everything. So basically me and my cousin and some friends were up while they were away having a drink. Um, <laughs> um, and then as the night went on, started to hear kind of like noises, like doors closing and things, but it didn't really bother us too much at the time because we were obviously drunk. We just kind of put it down to nothing. Um, but it wasn't until later on we were kind of walking about the house and then we all kind of walked past the staircase. Um, and at the top, there's two bedrooms sitting directly across from each other, but then it's just a big window. And you know those little silly... Um, Air fresheners you get. Yeah. Ones that squish when you walk past. I hate but that was sitting yeah, it was sitting directly at the top of the stairs on this window ledge. And we we're just kind of walking past. The next thing was here thud, 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 thud. And this thing is like just dropped off the window. Um right down at the middle step, exactly in the middle, sitting upright. And at the time we thought nothing of it, you know. It was like, all right, that's happened. Um so we went outside and had a cigarette, and then the paranoia started to kick in of what just happened. So slowly crept back in, um, didn't go up the stairs, just left it there till the morning. But then in the morning, um, my cousin had disappeared outside the house to go and fetch something. And I just woke up, and I could hear footsteps and chattering in the kitchen next door. And I called out for him. But I couldn't see him or hear him. I was like, oh, he's just um, hiding or something, trying to wind me up. 
And then I turn around and I look out the window and there he is, like across the farm. I can see him walking. So I go through the kitchen, there's absolutely no one there. Hmm. I mean, in comparison to some people's paranormal stories, it's not really that scary, but that was kind of the... I, didn't, I wasn't really into believing the whole paranormal scene and things like that up until that point because it was just so surreal just kind of being there and hearing footsteps and doors closing and things like that and things moving you know just a bit bizarre yeah that's definitely creepy fuck that <laughs> but now I'm, thinking like, I'm just thinking like using blade air fresheners as paranormal investigation tools and <laughs> just like plug them up and if they see motion and you just start smelling lavender it's like holy shit okay <laughs> Also, kind of sounds like the start of a horror movie. Like teenagers, like fucking around by themselves. Next thing you know, someone's gonna get murdered. So, oh yeah, haunted. Yeah, it's a little thing. So it's like when you can't explain something, that's when it really gets to me. It's like yeah, I mean, uh, I like to always have an explanation for everything, you know. And there was just nothing I could put down to explaining what had happened. I mean, there was no drafts in the house for anything to fall off the stairs and like the doors closing and things. And just like I said, the, the floors and things, it was like lots of creaks in the house, but it was like, I could make it out as footsteps. It was so loud and clear, but there was no one there. Hmm. I was just, I was, where did your did you tell your friends about it after like that you had another experience the next day like what did they think did they have any oh, no, ideas they, or they theories had, they had stayed over one of them was in the room with me and he he was in the same boat as me we were like shouting on my cousin yeah and then i seen him outside the window i was like holy fuck look at that <laughs> <laughs> essentially yeah. and then he was like nope and he was fucking out of there yeah witnesses there <laughs> like fuck that for real yeah yeah fuck I just like I want I want something to happen but at the same time I know that I regret it because as soon as it happens it's like man my safety level just went to the went to the shit because like right now I'm confident walking through an insane asylum at night by myself but if something actually happened like I would probably just be a pussy the rest of my life it's like well shit there is stuff out there that I have to worry about so I'm kind of like on the fence I've I've heard things that are weird. I've you know things I couldn't explain right offhand, but I just I've said it before on here a lot. It's like I need something to basically just pop up and be like, "Hey, yo, I'm a ghost," and then disappear. Yeah, have yeah. faith, man. It's and like then I'm like... I'm be almost convinced. I'm like, "All right, who's the magician?" <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm definitely. I mean, gonna... like I've, I'm going to be doing um for when I hit one k, I've said I'm going to do a live stream where I go into. We've got like a large forest area um, round about where I live. Um, I said I'll go up there at night in the dark and walk about myself on live stream, and I'm kind of fucking regretting it now. That's what I want to do. Too. It, man. <laughs> <sighs> time. Of course, you know, if we did it, it'd be me and Ethan. So going by yes. yourself, that's a little different. Yeah. I don't know. We'll oh, go swatch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Ghostwatch is awesome. You guys, if you haven't checked out his channel, do it. He does a lot of cool, like, smaller, like, haunted mysteries stuff and paranormal stuff, too. A lot of legends from other countries and America that you might not have heard of. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting thing. I'll definitely have to watch it. 
Because yeah. what I really wanted to do was get a 360 camera and do a live stream, but they're so expensive. Oh, yeah, they're. So, but I think it'd be a fun time because, I mean, hey, you, you never know. Could get some good content. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what's the general consensus on Nessie in Scotland for, like, the locals? Do you guys believe in it? Do you think it's full of shit? Like, or do you think there was something there originally? Or what's... Oh, what's it's... Um, I think it's very much mixed and... To be honest, I think a lot of people are probably biased. Um, yeah. As much as I want to be, um, I'd love to say I think he's real. However, I just don't think it happened. I don't think it's happening. I don't think he's there. Yeah. I mean, you get all these elaborate hoaxes, and you know, I think it just kind of ruined the whole thing when there's so many claimed sightings that are proven not to be real. Um, I mean, the most recent one was obviously some guy had like admitted to have pranking. It was like um, a documentary kind of model kind of thing of Nessie. They had put out and got photographs off and people believed it and stuff. But then you had like tour guides coming. Well, he was a tour guide on his boat and he was telling people that were coming along that it was actually a prank and stuff. So I think it just kind of ruins it all with all these people with their hoaxes. So for me, I don't think it's real. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it ruins it all. And you know, same yeah. thing with like Bigfoot. It could be out there, but there's so many people yeah. that fake it that it's like, okay, it's not. Yeah, it's like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's definitely? Well, I guess this is, kind of goes without saying, but it's definitely good for the economy of Scotland. I assume you know people want to oh, come, yeah. come to Loch Ness and oh, hope to see it. The amount of um, tourist shops I've been to, where they have little Loch Ness things, fucking. You know, they must make some amount of income on it. <laughs> All the tourists and things, you know. That's good for the economy. Yeah, I got a Loch Ness monster on our refrigerator. And then also <laughs> for our dog, she has a Loch Ness, uh, like a Nessie shirt. So it's it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool legend no matter what. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. When I was there, when we were over there, it definitely seemed like they had to be like, yeah, it's definitely real for the fire stuff. <laughs> Don't question it. I mean, I'd like to believe it's real. Yeah. I mean, if I, I'm still open-minded, but, you know. Selena said, I think it was there at one time and either got out of there or died. Uh, Cairo said, there's no concrete evidence that points towards the evidence of such creatures in the first place, apart from folklore and or crazy stories. Same for Bigfoot. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of what, you know, makes it so intriguing is, you know, it's, it's probably a legend, but then you get the people that are like, oh, it's not a legend. So it's a fun discussion at the least. Yeah. Uh, Charlene said oh. in search of has videos of something from the Loch Ness in Scotland. Neat. I have to check that out. And uh, <clears throat> Rebecca said there's a good Disney. Wait. Uh, there's a good Disney short of Nessie finding her lock. <laughs> That's probably true. Disney, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't lie. <laughs> Yeah, have you been to Loch Ness or? Yeah, 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 I've been a couple of times. Yeah, it's nice. I've only been once. I've been to Scotland twice, but like <coughs> Loch Ness is kind of out of the way. But it was really cool going, like all the scenery and everything. Like Scotland's gorgeous. So. Oh yeah, it's got a lot of um, scenery. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. nice. You guys ready to move on to the the legend you have to read, or you did a um, video on on this. And it's, uh, how do you actually pronounce it? Right there. What one is it? Is it the... Shawnee, yeah. Shawnee, Shawnee Bean? Uh, right there. 
I need to get the words up in front of me so I can read it. <laughs> uh, Sonny Bean. Yes. Yeah, the Sonny Bean one. Yeah. That one's actually easy to. It doesn't have any hard words in it. If you want to read it, Blake, do you have it in front of you? I'm. I yeah. can read words. Right there. I'm just trying to find it. There's some that are a little bit more difficult. Where I tried to, tried to fix oh, yeah, them. Got it. Tried to dumb it, dumb it down a little bit, <laughs> so we don't struggle with them. <laughs> yeah, people don't have any idea how many times and retakes it takes when you're actually narrating a story. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's done in one take? Yeah, yeah. It's a struggle. I'll be on a roll, and then I'll get a word that I just have no idea how to pronounce. That's like, oh, great. It's like I've got a pretty decent grasp on the English language, but when you get into uh, like foreign pronunciations, I'm useless. Um, yeah, I'll read the Sonny Bean one if you want. Um, it's up to you. That's fine. Yeah? Go for it. The legend of Sonny Bean. Sonny Bean and his wife lived in a coastal cave in Scotland where they lived undiscovered for some 25 years. The couple had eight sons, six daughters, 18 grandsons, and 14 granddaughters. All children were the results of incest between the couple's son and daughters. The misfit clan thrived by laying careful ambush at night to rob and murder individuals or groups who travelled along the coastline. The bodies of their victims were brought back to the cave where they were dismembered and eaten. The disappearance of travellers in the area did not go unnoticed by the local villagers. The murderous clan was so secretive that the villagers were unaware of the cannibal family living nearby. The beans stayed in their cave by day and only came out to hunt for their next victims at night. As more people in the area vanished without a trace, several locals organised to search and find out what was causing their disappearances. However, the search produced no clues to what was happening. Frustrated, the townspeople lynched several innocent suspects and the disappearances continued. Suspicion often fell on local innkeepers since they were the last known to see many of the missing people alive. One night, the beans ambushed a married couple riding on a horse, but the man was skilled fight. The man was a skilled fighter and fended off the clown with a sword and pistol. However, he could not save his beloved wife. The clown mauled her to death when she fell to the ground during the ambush. The surviving husband reported the existence of the clan and King James V of Scotland, later James I of England, and led a manhunt of over 400 men and several bloodhounds in search of the cannibal family. It discovered the Beans cave along the coast and side was a full of discarded human remains. The entire family was captured alive and taken in chains to the jail in Edinburgh before they transferred to Glasgow, where they were executed without trial. The men had their dicks cut off, hands and feet severed and were left to bleed to death and the women and children were forced to watch the men die before they were buried alive a punishment that was usually one punishment that was usually only used for the convicted of treason against Scotland evidence of the existence of this creature is limited to various settings and a few pho- photographs of unusual footprints Nearly all reports of this creature include the sound of footsteps crunching the gravel just out of sight. I think that, that went into another I think I just, sorry. yeah, it did. I, I was did, sorry about that. 
I was like, did I miss something? I know. I was yeah. like, we're talking about Bigfoot or something now. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, it's yeah, it stopped. Uh, hold on. Yeah, it stopped with the treason against Scott. Like I was doing so good to listen. I was like, man, I'm actually you know listening for once. And then I was like, what? I just lost it completely. Yeah. And I, I thought it was a family. Wrong. Did they did they fuse? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, um, while I was listening to it, I, I kind of was had the same thought, and uh, Cairo kind of confirmed it. He said that uh, he believes the hill ha- the hills have eyes was based on that story. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite old movies. I need to watch it again. But like that, it's just really creepy. It's like the fact that you know everyone's worried about monsters when humans, you know, we're the weird ones. It's like mm-hmm. you got to worry about cannibals. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. So, do you think that story? Do you think that story's true, or do you think that's folklore? Because if it's folklore, um, that means the Hills Have Eyes was like written literally five hundred years ago. <laughs> it's like a Shakespeare play. Yeah, not. I think it's more believable than some of them, to be perfectly honest. Um, I mean, back then, incest wasn't really frowned upon as much. I don't think. Probably happened. You know, strange shit happened back then. It's plausible. Something probably did inspire it, no matter what. I mean, it's a pretty crazy story. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely believable. I mean, I always thought that uh, the Hills Have Eyes was like a West Virginia thing. (laughs) But, I mean, definitely. (laughs) This sounds like a pretty solid story. Yeah. I mean, I think even with a lot of, like, folklore or mythology, it's a lot of it is probably based around true events. It's maybe just been perceptions that might have been blown out of the water a little bit or... You know, it's like Chinese whispers. But I think there's always definitely a bit of truth in all these legends and things. People crazy. Let's see. Do you want to go ahead and do you want me to jump into the second story or? Yeah. You wanna, no, you can Ethan disappear. I got my thing. Ethan. I'm sorry, Rebecca was going up and down the steps and it creaks really bad. So I, I cut off my mic. So no, you're fine. Do you want me to do the second story, or do you want to talk? Do you have anything to say about the uh, the legend of the Sawney Bean? Uh, just uh, I mean, I think it's definitely based on something. Probably like uh, it's always interested me. That's the first video like uh, I saw of uh, Mr. Ramsey's. What was the, his video on it? I just linked to it in the chat. So if you haven't subscribed or checked it out, definitely look at it. So the next story is the gray man, which I first heard of on Sir Spook's channel. So there, and I hadn't heard of the, the gray man before the, um, Sonny bean. I heard about it a long time ago in like a list video. I don't even remember which, fir- what was the first one? I didn't really, they just like, it was like a brief, like, oh, uh, it was like the Hills have eyes, blah, blah. It wasn't really detailed. So but it's a crazy ass story though. If any of it is true. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can go into the next one, Blake, when you're ready. Okay. How do you pronounce this, Mr. Ramsey? Is it McDewey? <laughs> um, wait there, give me a second, because oddly enough, I hadn't actually heard this one, as bad as that may be. Um, I was trying to pronounce it earlier as I put it into Google. <laughs> Good. Um, we're just going to pretend that we're saying it right, then. Yeah. Uh, McDewey. McDewey. Ben McDewey. Cool. Also, Selena said sub to Mr. Ramsey. Thanks, Selena. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah, let's give him the 500, you guys. Come on, right now, tonight. <laughs> let's yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> Make it worth his while. Yeah, he's staying up late for this. He worked 12 hours, and he's still ready to do this. Yeah, what time is it for you, by the way? 
Um, it's about half one in the morning. Oh man! All right, we won't keep you too long tonight. Then that's all good. It's all good. Cool. I'm off right. tomorrow. Oh, word. <laughs> okay, so this is the Gray Man. Uh, the Gray Man, a creature that haunts the summit of Ben McDewey, Scotland's second highest pe peak. Witnesses describe the creature as an extremely tall figure covered with short hair or as an unseen presence that causes uneasy feelings in people who climb the mountain. Other eyewitnesses describe it as a large humanoid standing over 10 feet tall and, have olive, and having olive skin tone with long arms and broad shoulders. Climbers began reporting Gray Man encounters in 1925, with some people going back as far as 1891. One mountaineer told the story of his encounter with the, with the creature to the Scots Magazine in 1958. He said, in October 1943, I spent 10 days on leave alone. One afternoon, as I reached the summit of Ben McDewey, mist swirled around me in front of me and enveloped the mountain. The atmosphere became dark and oppressive. A fierce, bitter wind whisked upon the boulders, and an odd sound echoed through the mist. A loud footstep, it seemed. Then another, and another. A strange shape loomed up, receded, and then came charging at me. Without hesitation, I whipped out the revolver and fired three times at the figure. When it still came on, I turned on it. Wait, when it still came on, I turned and haired down the path, reaching Glendary in a time that I had never in a time that I have never bettered. He truly believed he encountered the mythical creature that after do we sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, he truly believed he encountered the mythical creature that afternoon. So what is the gray man myth cryptid or just an explanation of a climber's mind playing tricks on them with illusions and hallucinations caused by exhaustion and isolation. What do you think? I hmm. think that that dude is super lucky that he didn't shoot a person. <laughs> <laughs> just like a big mountain guy. Yeah. He's coming right for us. Shoot him. <laughs> Such an American approach. First ask questions later. Yeah, I didn't think you guys had guns. What is up with that? How's that even in the story? <laughs> uh, that, not legal. <laughs> so, well, wait, you're saying... Um, Never mind, I'm not getting down this. I was going to say, you mean no, let's not, go not having guns, people still get guns? All right, con continue. Far farmers can have guns. A license. <laughs> a license. You might have to shoot the big gray man, guys. Come on. So do you guys... Um, Sorry. No, continue. I was going to say, do you guys think it's more like a shadow monster, or do you think it's more like uh, Scotland's Bigfoot? It kind of sounds I like think Scotland's Bigfoot. Yeah, I think potentially it could be. Um, like I said, I hadn't actually heard of this one. Um, almost feel kind of bad until I got the outline and things of what we're going to be talking about. I looked everything up and I didn't really, wasn't too sure about. And I've done a fair little bit of digging on this one. And I think it's quite interesting, like you said, it's probably like Scotland's Bigfoot. Um, there's a lot, of, there's a couple of books out on it, I think, actually, where um, people have tried to debunk it and give rational explanations. Um, but then, you know, even the rational explanations seem a bit far-fetched. I think it could be quite plausible. I mean, there's been lots of sightings of it, you know. Yeah, if nothing um, else, it could be like a big dude, big hermit living up there, scooping yeah, people, be. freaking people out. So yeah, big huge guy, yeah. Big mountain man. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know, it's an interesting one. Yeah, 
Would you ever go out climbing around in the, the wilderness of Scotland? Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to go hiking around the mountains and hilltops. Yeah. We did yeah. a video on uh, Glen... Well, it had a section on Glencoe about the massacre at Glencoe. And that's pretty oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I first heard about that in Mad Men, where they, where they uh, talked about the, the you never trust the Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> never All trust right. the Campbell? Yeah. Oh, I must have yeah. missed something. Oh, you, you narrated that, man. You should you should have read you read that. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was in there, man. <laughs> I just right. read I just read things. Hey, you were supposed to have a narration sometime for me too, man. What happened to that? See, what had happened was my computer blew up, and then I got sick, and I'm still kind of like nasally and stuff. So I didn't want to have a really bad narration. Yeah. So I'm going to try and knock it out today or tomorrow. I was thinking it's almost worth now switching back to the band in New Orleans because it's almost up for like hitting the Katrina anniversaries next Friday if we could turn that around. And that's going to be a pretty long video because uh, it's already like the length of that unsolved one. I still have two more places to, to finish it, finish on. So try to turn that around. The unsolved one, though, I think is pretty cool. So. Sorry, you guys. Their videos have been struggling. Blake's, Blake's computer, he just got it fixed. So we talked about it on the last live stream. Yeah, like I really like thunderstorms, but this time it fucked me up. <laughs> Even had, I had a surge protector, and it still just fried my computer. So I had to get the motherboard replaced. Yeah. So how do you say the next one, the second word? Being nigh? Being nigh? Being nigh. Being nigh? So yeah. usually... Usually before we do videos and stuff, I go out and find the pronunciation of stuff for for Blake to help him out. But this one yeah. was kind of kind of rushed to get these to, to yeah, get the outline yeah. finished. So because I wanted to have something to talk about each one. So all right, I'll read yeah, this one. Benai. All right, it's short and sweet. All right, <coughs> Benai right. or the washing woman who is seen in lonely places beside a stream or a pool, washing the blood from the linen of uh, grave clothes of those who are about to die. She's regarded as an omen of death and a, mass, and a messenger from the other world that warns who will die next. She's a type of banshee, for those of you guys who mentioned banshees earlier. Her characteristics vary depending on the location and different traditions across Scotland. But uh, she, her powers are, uh, she can impart knowledge to some people, granting wishes to others if you approach her with caution or uh, follow her. And, and certainly one of them said... I'm not on the Wikipedia yet, but one one myth is that you have to walk, sneak up behind her, grab like a breast, and then drink the milk out of it before she like <laughs> says something. And then she'll like impart you with knowledge if that happens. That's a real real. What thing. if it's not a banshee? What That's if you thought it was a banshee? No, that, that, this, I mean it's said on the Wikipedia. So how to get right. arrested? Must be true. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it said the washing woman are spirits of ghosts of women who died giving birth and are doomed to perform their task until the day their oh, fuck I suck at this <laughs> perform their task until the day their lives would have normally ended. It was also believed that this fate could, could be avoided if all the clothing left behind by the deceased woman would have been washed. So if someone dies in your family, wash all their clothes so she doesn't become a washing <clears throat> woman. So. So she doesn't have to finish her unfinished tasks after death. But there are some interesting, like, side location stories to this. Well, let me see if I can bring them up. 
The strangest does not condone groping. Yeah, it says quietly approach her from behind when she's not aware. Take a mm -hmm. hold of one of her breasts, put it in your mouth, and claim to be her foster child. <laughs> and it says see milk kinship. So that might be something. This milk is like a bad fanfic. Yeah. She will then impart impart you with whatever knowledge you desire. If she I think says this is my new favorite. <laughs> sounds like almost like a Twilight <laughs> fan fiction. Thank God we didn't reenact this one. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. It says the clothing she is washing belongs to the enemy. So uh, if you if it belongs to the enemy, you can allow the washing to continue so they'll die. So, or if it belongs to a friend, you can stop her so he can avoid his fate of death. So. Yeah. In the Isle of Sky, the is said that she resembles a pitiful child, so don't try to drink the, the titty milk there. And if you catch her, <laughs> she will reveal your ultimate fate. And she'll answer all your questions. And she but then you in turn have to truthfully answer hers. And if you uh, fail to do this, then you'll lose all your limbs. So that's a bit shit. That's yeah. just gonna be a no from me, dog. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pass. Oh man, Scottish legends, man. That's crazy. The fact like the fact that these are probably real legends. Yeah. Like I just want to know like how often did that happen back then where people just thought it was a banshee and they just run up behind them and grope them and start doing that and it's like, "Oh, now you got to answer my questions." <laughs> it's like, "I have questions. <laughs> Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> oh god. Yeah, what time period was it socially acceptable to grab a random tit and just suck the milk out of it? What year was this? <laughs> 2003. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. I thought it was the Irish that were crazy. <laughs> man, women have had it rough over the years. Yeah. Like, because, oh, man, you thought suffrage was bad. You have to worry about that. That's insane. Yeah. Another Another version of it is you have to... Stealthily, stealthily sneak up to her, approach her, and uh, then she'll reveal who's who's about to die nearby, and she'll also then grant you three wishes. And in this legend, she's described as having physical defects that include only one nostril, one huge front tooth, and red wet feet. So, is that the oh, one you have to suck, suck that No, yeah, that's just a that. different one. But you could oh, probably do that oh. in all of them just to be safe. So. <laughs> About to say, I hate to see what her nipples look like. That's, that sounds like a rough lady. Yeah. So, had you heard of this one before? Yeah, I thought of um, variations. Um, I primarily heard of the the Irish have kind of like a similar take on this one. Um, but from what I gathered, they kind of believed that every family had their own version of this looking out for them. And if you heard like a scream or something when you're out and about, you would take that as a warning that death was close. Something along those lines. I mean, it varies a little bit, but from what I understand, it's um, it's in a few different cultures. Just kind of varies a little bit. Not too much sucking tits and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I wrote about it. What you're talking about in the Glencoe research in the Glencoe one, because supposedly some of the Glencoe clan heard heard the cries coming from a wa nearby waterfall and some of them left yeah. in the middle of the night thinking it was an omen before the massacre happened. Yeah. Uh, do you have the YouTube chat open, Ramsey? 
Yep, I do know. Can you do me a favor and <laughs> just say what Charlene said about the milk of death? I just want to hear it. Charlene, Charlene. I want to hear it in your accent. Yeah. Charlene. Yeah, it's like the fifth one up. Oh, fifth one. Oh, sorry. We're way up the top. Or scroll the all the way down. Say? You might have to switch it to live chat instead of top chat, too, because if it's in top chat, it might not show. All right, yeah, I'm on top chat. Shall I just click? Yeah, YouTube makes everything difficult. Live chat, right. I would apologize, but I just really want to hear this in the Scottish accent. The one with the milk? Of yeah. Death. Yeah. Feel tip milk of death. It That's wasn't... It. <laughs> I don't know why. I just sound like I don't know if it was like the tilted milk of death. <laughs> it sounds like milk of death. Oh, sorry for wasting your time, guys. <laughs> All right, this is a good segue into we we're gonna do the American versus Scottish accent where you guys trade oh, accents. Fuck. Oh my god! I mean, it's right no, here at it. You guys are talking about it. What? What the? What? What will I say? Anything. Um, just the rest oh. of the live stream. Whatever you have to say. Uh, order order something you know from McDonald's. That's an American thing to do. <laughs> do what? Um, oh, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I could try read the, the other full passage in American accent. I mean, you could. Do it. That could be tragic. Do um, it. <laughs> no, don't do That might ruin it since it's uh, yeah, Scottish. You can, read, you can read it. You yeah. can do it in your normal accent. So. What what can what can you buy from McDonald's? I don't really go there. You don't. What the fuck kind of you non-American? What a healthy place. <laughs> you guys have fish sticks there. Come on. Um, I try and look after myself. <laughs> oh, well, just say what you'd order order at a bar or a pub, just like you just walked in. What are you gonna do? Um. All right. Okay. Um. Hey there. Can I get two pints of lager, please? That was actually pretty that, good. Fuck off. Was it? <laughs> No, actually, no. For the you, there was a slight started, accent, but you couldn't really tell. That was pretty good. Yeah, like if you kept it going, like in the very beginning, it sounded perfect. So I, I don't know what else. Not really much can order at a pub, is there? <laughs> Everything. Drink. Get, 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 rum, and, get a drink. rum and coke. So rum and coke. This reminds me of that South Park episode where the, like the Chinese people were trying to do American accents. They're like, "I will use my credit card." <laughs> <laughs> I would like a large size, please. Oh yeah, fuck! I went. I've been in America before, and I went to McDonald's, and like, I got a large meal, right? And you and died. Now, I didn't. No, I didn't <laughs> understand that a large meal we have is not the same as a large meal that you have. Whatever you have is like a fucking. Quadruple extra large, let's fucking kill you, you know? Would you believe that at one time we had an even bigger size, but it was outlawed because it was too unhealthy? <laughs> we used to say, what was it? Uh, big size? No, what was it? Super size. Super size, yeah. Super size me. That was the name of the documentary. But yeah, there was super size above large, but they said that was too unhealthy for America. That's fucking ridiculous. You yeah. can eat that much food. Oh. Yeah, it's a normal thing for us. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rebecca, Ethan's wife, asked, uh, she wants to know if you're a ginger. She needs to know for solidarity because she is also a ginger. I uh, hate to disappoint. Uh, I've got Hazel here. 
Hazel Brown. Brown. Yeah, Brown here. Uh, Selena wants to know My if you can go down the it. list and say our names. We're just going to have to rename oh, right. the stream. It's like Mr. Yeah, Ramsey yeah. speaks Scottish. Right, where will I start from? Um, <laughs> Kit, Kit, oh, fuck, what does that say? Right, I'm on live about, chat. About Cairo. I would say Cairo. You know, Cairo. Right, okay. Where are we? All right, there you are. All right, so we've got Cairo. Is that Selena with a C? Yeah. 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 Charlene. Um, Charlene Davis. <laughs> Rebecca, the strangest. That's about it. You got it. Yeah, that's about it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait, we've got Tamara. Tamara. Do y'all consider this? Do y'all consider all no. Southerners to be rednecks? Uh, as far as America? Because, really, where we live is probably... Like, we live in Virginia. And that's, you know, of course, the Middle Eastern part of the country. And I'd say that we have more rednecks than the South does. <laughs> well, I've I mean, been to the South recently. Not, we're just not... We're, we're like almost as north-south as you can get. But it's the South. Yeah. yeah. I just know like different accents. I, mean, I can only tell, like... I don't know maybe what you consider... What you consider rednecks, I'm not sure. But, like, it's... Uh, don't I explain that accent, but it's a bit more different from. Oh wait a minute! My so things like, went on mute. So people yeah. in America, in general, I would say they really like uh, foreign accents, whether it be Scottish or English. Is there any accent from America that just drives people insane, either good or bad? Um. Well, I've actually got a couple of cousins from um, California, and when they seem to come over, my friends like their accent. <laughs> That's probably the I don't one know where, I don't know why that one that would be. That's well, California. I've never been, but like the general idea is, it's more like bruh, surfer bruh, man, whatever. Like it's just yeah. kind of like the the people that are just yeah, bruh, that's great. And then you've got the rednecks around here. The man just like they kind of like slur the words. They just you know, I'm just gonna get a cheeseburger from a McDonald's. Go and get that yeah, super size. But yeah, it's great. <laughs> Blake, you gotta do your Scottish accent, man. Yeah, you can't do it. Oh, fuck. Let me look up something to say Scottish. Dude, you can do your normal uh, thing say, from the Edinburgh video. Say what? You can do the, the, the part from the Edinburgh video. That's the worst. You do so you have a suggestion, Ramsey? Um, um, I don't think you know what it means. So I think that'd be a bit unfair. <laughs> All right, here are a few of the Scottish sayings that I grew up hearing on a daily basis. <laughs> You're a wee schooner. She's up too high, though. A pretty face with the dish clute. Does this make sense to you? Don't be a weak leap. Your booms out the window. I'm going to the pictures. Uh, so bad. That last one almost sounded a bit Irish. Yeah, I I mix Irish and Scottish up really bad. Like they're both. Yeah, I got. <laughs> I got a few of the, few of the words. Yeah. All right. Wasn't bad. Nineteen things only Scottish people say. It's a BuzzFeed article, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, because I, I looked up question like questions that ask Scottish I, people. This will be fun. Here, I'm gonna post. 
I'm going to post in the chat what it says, and we're going to try to pronounce it, and then you actually pronounce it. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, so... Dinner Fashersel. Um, that's Denny Fasher, so. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that so real? I came with the Denny and your cell is, I don't know what fash is. Denny means don't and your cell is obviously yourself. I say obviously, maybe you didn't know that. Um, <laughs> fash, Denny Fash. It's not a word I use. It's probably this? quite an old Scottish word. <laughs> Hodger Wist. Oh, Hodger Wist. 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 I mean, sh shut the fuck up. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, it was, be quiet, you know. That's great. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, what is flitting? That means moving, like moving house. It's funny hearing you say this because got, they've got pictures animating what it means. So, like, <laughs> the last one was a guy just going, <laughs> and then this one is the up house flying away. <laughs> uh, doing my dinger that sounds like masturbating doing my head in you're fucking annoying this me this is what we need to do Ethan we have to guess what it means I have no idea yeah. man this is fun to me <laughs> Drake I don't, I'm probably mispronouncing that hold up I'm posting it so I heard this thing in, in Europe that uh, they have Bad These little robots like Roombas that mow your grass. Drake. Is that true? Is that big where you're where Say you that, are? What? Robots yeah, that cut your grass. Yeah, like a like a Roomba, like the little circular vacuums that like vacuum your floor like autonomously, like on their this... own. I I heard that they have them in Europe. It's really big for people that have them in their backyard that just goes and just cuts it. I've, so I've never heard of it, but I want one. Uh, Pew there, there's a video of PewDiePie having one, so I thought it was like a rich thing, and then I saw saw on Shark Tank I know where they were trying to bring hoopers. it to a yeah. yeah they go about cleaning, but yeah, cut your grass. Yeah, I know people who for the grass. That's pretty weird, <laughs> but I've seen that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Give me the book. No. Give me the book. Make me sick. Damn, I would have never gotten that one. It's like a different language. Uh, let's see. Oh, you guys from a different country? <laughs> Peely Wally. Peely Wally means um, like if you're sick and you're off a pale looking. <laughs> I really got There's got to be a class to teach this. Hochen. Hoken. You'll need to put that in the chat. Okay. I'm having a blast, man. This is great. So, do you get mad when someone calls you British? No, nah, not at all. Um, the only time it does that it's Amy, right? Um, do you guys watch tennis? Yeah, yeah. Well, right. kind of. Yeah. I know. Do you know who and Andrew Murray is? Yeah, Andy Murray. Well, he's Scottish, right? Yeah. When he wins, he's British. If he loses, <laughs> he's Scottish. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, I could see that being a thing, though. <laughs> it's like he only played really shit today. It's because he's Scottish. Uh, and like, when's all Britain? We're fucking great, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Reality, don't make me hate her, mate. God, I suck. I gotta work Dobber. on Dobber. Um, Fanny. Oh, wait, Fanny means like your, your ass in American, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I heard in Australia it means pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same. That's great. Because like, we have fanny know. packs. <laughs> I see, that's that's weird. Yeah, they are weird. Like it, it's not acceptable. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like it's it's really <laughs> stupid. But uh, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Okay, let's see. Gee it loudly. I've got to fucking post that. <laughs> Some of these are just rough. Just Sorry, post them all, man. What are you doing? <laughs> what is that? Get loudly. Get loudly. That means I mean, get me just go for it. See, go uh, for it. I was close. That should like, be our new thing, Ethan. That's like, just our, our tagline. Get loudly. What's say it again? Get loudly. Get loudly. <laughs> that could be a movie tagline. <laughs> all right. It's I don't know. Everybody. Actually, I don't know what this one is. This will be the last one I do. But it just sounds like a good time. I'm not going to even guess what it is. Let's see. Lang me your lumbreek. Oh. Ah, oh, fuck. What's that one? Um, lumbreek. It means lend me something. Um, I can't remember what lumbreek is. It's been that long since I've heard it. Um, lend me your lumbreek. Oh, I couldn't also remember. Yeah. That's a shame. So when you're talking about your paranormal story, being like young and drinking in Mm -hmm. Scotland, what do young what do young like teenagers drink when they're like trying to sneak (laughs) drinking when they're young? Um Buckfest. Yeah. What's that? Uh, um, (laughs) it's, it's a fine wine brewed in the the Temples of monks. <laughs> oh yeah, so some just really cheap ass wine. Then so you guys drink. Yeah, it's got like ridiculous amounts of caffeine. I think it's like seven cups of caffeine in it. Damn. Uh, coffee, to... sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, but I mean, I don't drink it anymore. But it was great. <laughs> you just drink the Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if you guys had like Mike's Hard Lemonade or uh, what else is there. It's hard lemonade. What's it? Is yeah, that some know. special lemonade? That's oh, a yeah. bitch drink. Not... Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's alcohol. Right, okay. Yeah, but it's like really tiny amounts of alcohol. Oh, right. Like um, like Blue Wicked. I guess oh, we wait. don't have that. This is going to go back and forth. It's uh, like, like this. It's like, I don't know what that is. Like this? I don't know what like, that yeah. is. <laughs> pop alcohol. Like pop alcohol. Like the, the sweet, fruity like no alcohol in it essentially that's yeah basically yeah, yeah yeah that's exactly what it is yeah, yeah. yeah. It tastes like yeah. a slightly spiked sprite yeah <laughs> about smearing off ice whatever is that what they're called yeah smearing off ice yeah yeah right. uh, rebecca said strongbow i've only had that <laughs> yeah I used to get the i don't know if this is no it'll probably just be in scotland or britain used to get like a two liter bottle of strongbow what uh, but you got like you get like three liter bottles of cider and stuff but like a two liter bottle of strongbow for like three pound do you guys um, still do three liter bottles um i don't know if they've recently done away with it because they put a new tax on alcohol here um but it's mainly affected ciders from what i gather uh, we used, to, used to get three a three liter, liter frosty jacks <laughs> Yeah, we used to do three liter, liter bottles for just like Pepsi and Coke and stuff like that, but they kind of did away with it in the nineties. So now oh, we can have... we get some of them somewhere. It's not very often you see them though. Yeah, they're rare here. Mm. 
Yeah. I'll be back in a second. I need an up to the toilet. No <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. <clears throat> yeah, I'm about to have to do that too. We should have a break. It's like almost an hour in. Just we gotta piss you guys. Break time. Oh, in case you guys didn't know, you guys like podcasts or listening to this afterwards, just the audio version of it. We're gonna be posting it to Anchor and other podcasting platforms like Google Play, Spotify, iTunes eventually. We've been testing it and working on it. Just the audio version of it. It'll be the one of the roughest podcasts there is, but it'll be something different. We were kind of save I was kind of saving, like holding off on doing that to where we could edit it down and make them a little bit better. But we're just gonna post the audio version for at least the time being because it's it's kind of the easiest way to do it and it still takes a little bit of time. You guys know but, what to expect. Yeah. But some people don't have YouTube red where you can just listen like listen to it with your phone off because yeah. like YouTube likes holding off features for some reason. So that way you can listen to the audio version without having to waste your data or do whatever else you're doing throughout your day if you're at work or something else. So what's well, a big thing for me, like Spotify, you know, I really like that you can download things and play them offline because a lot of times I'm on the road <clears throat> and I'm going through areas that don't have any, you know, any internet. So it's like, I'll be listening to a video and then suddenly it cuts out. So being able to put it on Spotify would be really good. Yeah. So it'll be on Spotify, Google play, I think iTunes eventually, like Anchor. So it's already going to be on. It's already going to be on Spotify. It, it's not on Spotify yet. Hold on, we got emails with it. I was letting Jacob Soggy Seal was the main one who was wanting it to be a podcast, so he could listen to it while he did did other stuff because he doesn't have YouTube Red, and he was messing around with it. Like I set us up on Anchor, which shares it to other platforms, and hold on, it posted to. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, it is available on. It should be available on Spotify now. Let's let's try to search you real quick. Word. You just look up look up the strangest. Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. That's crazy, man. We've made it. <laughs> let's see if it really shows up. I don't know if it's really. Oh, it does. Podcast. Holy shit. Man. Hold on. This is not. This is not going to show anything at all. Hold on. All right. See that little S. That's kind of blurry in the camera there. That was it a little bit. So that's I'm back. that's crazy. We're just talking about being on Spotify. No big deal. That's awesome though. I thought that, I didn't know that you could just do that. I just thought I thought you had to have like a deal with Spotify. Oh yeah, he, he already has. He has the interview with uh, Michael Scott on there and Swamp Dweller and our uh, interview with um, Father Michael, the sin and debauchery. So that's pretty cool. Neat. That's neat. Uh, TB the Wicked right. Juggler said, I like this stream, yo. We like you, yo. No, thank you for everything. No, he's really cool. Check out his channel. He posts a lot of music. So And follow him on Twitter. It's a fun time. So, uh, Laura said, hello from the west of Ireland. Urn brew is tasty. Yes. I had, I had a question. So is that your favorite soda? Or what do you call them over there? Soft drink? Oh, it's like iron brew, right? Yeah, That's iron brew. Um, yeah, um, it's up there. I like um, that and Seven Up, but for a hangover, I am brew every time. That's the real reason you guys like. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, but they changed the recipe, and everybody's pretty fucking annoyed about it. Yeah. When did they like change it? it? Um, oh, it was just a good few months ago now. Like okay. I've been on Facebook. You know, you get those like selling pages like near yeah. you. 
Yeah. There's people selling like the old recipe of Iron Brew in like multi pack cans or like a van. It's fucking crazy. Sounds like Four Loco. (laughs) It's like people always. Do you know what Four Loco is? Mm -hmm. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Here, like they used to also have energy, like, you know, energy drink in the alcohol, but they did away with it and everyone was like fucking pissed about it. It's like, man, I want a heart attack. How how dare you take that away? Yeah, I, I heard Ethan talk a lot about Iron Brew when he came back, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Now yeah. that it's like a hangover remedy. I'm really interested in it. I need to get you to send oh, some yeah. over. <laughs> we'll send you a supersized McDonald's. <laughs> 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 Rebecca said, I'm still upset we didn't try Iron Brew while we were there. Yeah, you got to try stuff. So one of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She struggled to eat food while she was over there. Like the only thing she'd eat was like fish and chips. So, what's your favorite Scottish food to eat? Um, the haggis whiskey tower. Yeah. Who said something about haggis earlier? Uh, yeah. I've I had the chance to get haggis and I didn't get it. I feel bad. I was at a uh, I think it was a Irish festival. I don't know, but uh. It sounds interesting. It, there just happened to be a cheeseburger stand right beside it with a much faster line. So I went with, <laughs> I went with what I knew. I was like, I'm going to be here a long time. I don't know what haggis is like. Haggis. Yeah. But, oh, it's, it's good. I mean, you can't, I feel it's a bit undescribable. I couldn't compare it to anything else. What um, is haggis? Like made of? Like, like sheep's intestines. Sheep. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you had to like you had to feed it until it's like about to burst or something, and then you'd like get it out, and it's like a whole process. So, am I close? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um. Basically, just it's like this: the sheep's stomach lining is like used, and that's what it's wrapped in, and everything. Yeah. But they yeah. like try to stretch it out to get the most yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't had it, but I just read uh, Anthony Bourdain's book, uh, whatever, Kitchen Confidential, and he talked about like who would have ever thought that like stuffing a, a sheep full of food and then eating its intestines would be a good idea. Like food is trial and error. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tried it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Selena said, "Is it like Vegemite?" I don't think so at all. I think Vegemite's more like a peanut butter texture, right? Like, isn't it like, I don't know. I just watched an episode of Rocket Power when I was a kid. And they talked about Vegemite. I've heard it's not that great from the people that I know that have tried it. Isn't that like Australian or? That not just like Marmite, but with like edge. <laughs> is that essentially what it is? I don't know. Never had it. I need to get, like I need to go overseas and try new things. I've been stuck in America too long. I want to go try all the foods, all the drinks, all the alcohol. Uh, so, how many times have you been to America? Just once or more than once? Just the once. I want to go back. But it's, um, did Did you basic. say what state you went to? Was it California? Uh, no, I went to Florida. Orlando. Oh, okay. Orlando, Florida. What city do you remember? The one with all the parks. Uh, which one would that? Be? Oh, fucking parks! It wasn't a national forest, was it? <laughs> no, fuck uh, that. like uh, <laughs> the, 
the one with like um Disney. Oh, Disney Orlando. One of, amusement. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah, amusement park. Sorry. No, you're fine. I just have a bad history. Well, our last trip, we went to Florida, and uh, we got stuck in a like a stretch of like 12, 13 miles of just parks, like national forest parks. And uh, I, I had no gas. Like I hadn't zero. I was on the zero before I went through that stretch. They could a gas station. <coughs> And there wasn't. Did we ever post that video, Ethan? No, I actually edited most of it, but I never posted it. I edited it on the way on one of our long drives. I haven't posted it yet. You also need to post our car talks, the Stay Strange. Those are pretty good series that hasn't been released. And the hot the hot sauce video. And we need to do the oh, like I, I said last time, the hot one. Uh, like John, hey, what's up, Gene? Kevin, thank you for stopping by. Hope I you're have doing a hot good sauce time. video on my computer. Uh, I, I I think I have it because it was on the GoPro. I don't think I've actually given you that one. I did give you the car talk ones though. Oh, sorry, off topic. Uh, somebody, <laughs> Charlene said Dr Pepper is the best. I agree. Oh yeah, I like Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper is the best, man. Yeah, that was my. That's, that's all my, my partner will drink. It's Dr Pepper. It's so good. <clears throat> Charlene also said, Dr. Pepper never told you their 24th ingredient, but I probably shouldn't tell you that. That's why you, uh, that's, wait, that's why that shit makes you go to the bathroom. Yeah, I believe it. That's another thing. Bone to pick. When I was over in America, your, um, your butter, your butter, margarine, um, mm -hmm. looks really similar to our vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what an awkward experience that was yeah um that um buffet breakfast wasn't so good i never quite understood why there was a knife in the ice cream but you know <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so like your ice cream over there is you know it's oh, square I, like rectangular yeah. whatever no it's been the color of it oh, color. The color i of was it. like yeah i mean there was a knife in it and like people were looking at me that was like yeah. Why are you looking at me? You've got a fucking knife in the butter, uh, the ice cream. <laughs> so I just use this knife and scoop it into a bowl, and I take a big mouthful. And I fucking hate butter as it is. I don't like Damn. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, I guess like French vanilla is what we call it, and that looks more yellow. That's mm. crazy though. I mean, people in America will eat butter like it's ice cream. <laughs> oh, I, I hate butter. No. That's great though. Oh man. I don't like breakfast anyway, so I feel you, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's some ice cream. That'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> was there anything else about America that just like that we do or something about it that was just really weird to you, like a culture shock? Uh, um, not so much weird, but I went to a Walmart. That was an experience. Oh, man. Yeah, Walmart is. That was. Um... Oh, yeah. And another thing, right? I'm, I'm not having a go. <laughs> but when we went to like some restaurants or like um not so much like fast food restaurants i mean there's like there's no queuing system it's very much every man for himself that's what i found it was like there wasn't like an orderly queue or anything everybody was just like straight in there getting yeah, it's like some a shit. Of people we're, we're rude you gotta elbow your way up front yeah but talking about the restaurants in like scotland and the uk like you guys your restaurants have no order either. Like, yeah, you guys have like a line of queue for like fast food, but like when you go to like oh, yeah. a sit down restaurant, 
you know, like in America, you always have like a hostess or someone who's going to direct you what to do. Like sometimes in the yeah. UK, you have to go up to the bar. You have to go sit yourself. Sometimes there's a host. Oh, like yes. it's always like a wild, like you have to roll the dice of what you're supposed to do when you walk in. So oh, listen, I live here. I've been here for years and I still get confused sometimes going into restaurants. I'm like, do I need to go up to the bar to order or are you going to come to me? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> See here, we, we just all agree. Yeah, we have to tip our waitresses here, so they're more motivated to find us. <laughs> yeah, do you guys, what's the tipping culture there? You guys don't have tips. Yeah, we do. Um, oh, okay. Just uh, some people don't tip. Some people think, well, they get the minimum wage anyway, so why tip? Um, I always leave ten percent at least, depending on the service. I'll give a bit more, but. Um, yeah, it's not as big as in America. I know when we were there, like we were tipping constantly because that's kind of like the culture there. Yeah, it's definitely it's not so big here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you don't tip here, they'll come after you. They will. Yeah, so I know that's what they kind of rely on. Yeah, um, well, a lot of the, the thing here is like minimum wage. Say, I don't know what it is now, but say it's like $7. As yeah. a waitress, their minimum wage is $2. So yeah, yeah. they pretty much live off tips. That's a struggle. Yeah. Okay, Blake being like, I don't even know what minimum wage is. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mighty over here. It's 725. That was close. So, okay. in, yeah, in Virginia. So Oh man. Oh, that's enough. That's weird, like having all your different states. Am I right thinking you have different taxes for different states? Yeah, we have state tax and different meal taxes. Yeah, it can be different. Yeah, so. just like we live on the border of North Carolina. And if you go just over the border, fast food's cheaper. So it's like, it's kind of weird. But gas is more expensive there. So there's trade offs. They have a higher state tax, income tax too. So that's all confusing to me. I mean, it's like if you think of states kind of like you think of like England and Scotland and like Northern yeah. Ireland, they're just, that's how they are. So yeah. That's another thing that yeah, really gets me. When I was younger, I always thought that Europe was such a huge place. <laughs> but like in comparison to the United States, it's like it's really not. Yeah, like it takes longer to get across the United States than it does Europe. Like yeah. a lot longer. So yeah, that's we, insane. Yeah, we did a road trip to New Orleans this summer, and that was like twice as long as our road trip through like England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Ireland, and Wales. Like that was that was like a quarter of what we did to new orleans so yeah, it takes us 12 hours to get to florida and then another 12 hours from florida to get to louisiana and then 16 hours back to virginia so it's like it's a lot of driving yeah but yeah it's it's an experience i definitely do want to go overseas though scotland's high on my list really it's probably the highest on that and ireland are probably the highest on my list ireland's nice a lot kind of the same scenery um yeah quite expensive <laughs> no sure so it depends where you go i think yeah yeah so have you been to other you said you've been to america have you so what other countries have you been to have you been to other european countries because you got that european yeah. union passport don't you so you could yeah, go to yeah. Lots i've of been places. been spain turkey um where else somewhere else somewhere else can't remember um and obviously england wales ireland all that good stuff 
What was Turkey like? I was supposed to go to Turkey when I was really young, like right before 9-11 happened. We were supposed to go there. Then that happened. They're like, fuck, we're not traveling for like a year. And especially not towards the Middle East. So how was Turkey? Um, Really crowded. It's like a lot of people on mopeds and stuff, where I was anyway. Um, People on the streets trying to call you into their shops or stalls or whatever. Um, Quite a lot of that. Yeah. It's nice, though. It was hot. Well, anywhere would be hotter than where I am, but it was hot. (laughs) Um, Which country that you've been to was the biggest culture shock to you? Um, and probably Spain, to yeah. be honest. Um, the bit I went to was a bit rougher. It was kind of like a a lads' holiday, and there was like our hotel was next to a a prostitution house, and they were like <laughs> hanging about outside our our hotel, wanting chicken nuggets. They were shooting chicken nuggets. That I mean, that was all acceptable because you had police walking around on the strip in the streets, and it was all kind of acceptable. Whereas obviously in the UK, prostitution is obviously frowned upon, so that was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but just for that reason, I mean, I, I don't know. So, is it illegal in UK, or is it just like you said, frowned upon? Um. It's like illegal. It is illegal, but no, but then you get um, escort services that are legal, I think, to an extent. I don't know the ins and outs, but I know you can get like escort services. You're not supposed to um, fuck them, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Most but they offer prices for that. <laughs> like, you think says, we'll not go any more than that. There's something I heard a while back that I've always really thought was funny. It's like prostitution is illegal. Like, you can't pay someone to have sex with you. Unless someone is filming it, then it's pornography and that's legal. But yeah. if you don't film it, it's illegal. <laughs> that's a good yeah. segue to the strangest porn hub, the kinkiest. So yeah, so Pornhub slash the kinkiest. Uh, go on there. Don't. It's probably already on there. Let's be real. If not, <laughs> we need to do that. I have heard of people going over there. They say the gun, uh, the gun channels have been going to Pornhub. Really? Because, uh, YouTube's cracking down on gun violence. You know, I seen a tweet about someone putting um, a video up on Pornhub because YouTube didn't allow it. I thought they were just joking. <laughs> I think it's. I, I mean, people I, done that. Yeah, I don't think it's a serious thing that people are trying to go over to, but I have heard of people doing it. I'm surprised that they even allow that. It's like, man, people are gonna be mad. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> let's see. I lost the itinerary. Hold up. Where are we at? We kind of got off a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can read the last story. Hold on, I'm gonna use the bathroom. Hold on, I'll be right back. The last story. Uh, which one was that? The blue men? <laughs> Did we talk about the blue men? Oh man, he laughed. All right, I'm guessing blue this is it. All right. Yeah. Blue men of the Minch, a strait that uh, a strait that separates the northwest highlands of Scotland and the northern Iron Hebrides. I'm sorry, I'm butchering this. Uh, the blue men are styled as storm kelpies, the most common water spirits in Scottish folklore. Normal kelpies are usually described as powerful horses. However, the blue men appear very similar to humans, including their size. Their distinguishing feature is their blue color. They're said to have the power to create storms, but when the weather is fine, they float sleeping on top or just below the surface of the water. The blue men swim with their torsos raised out of the sea, twisting and diving as porpoises do. 
They can speak, and when a group of and when a group approaches a ship, its chief may shout two lines of pro- poetry to the master of the vessel and challenge him to complete the verse. If the skipper fails, then the blue men will attempt to overturn the ship and capsize it. They appear to be localized to the Minch and surrounding areas, unknown in other parts of Scotland and without counterparts in the rest of the world. If you're in the area, brush up on your poetry and be careful of the blue men who are in search of victims to drown in, bo- to drown in capsized boats. <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah. Kind of sounds like mermaids. Yeah, they've got a whole kind of dark twist on them. Yeah, I know like the original mermaid legend was they were or sirens. You know, they would yeah, yeah. lure sailors over and then destroy their ships and stuff. But that's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's funny because well, it's not funny, but like um five minutes down the motorway from me we've got um like two big Kelpie statues. Oh yeah, I've seen those. I mean not, yeah. I've seen we use them in our video, I believe. Yeah, like they're like a five minute drive away from me after that. On the motorway. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck, you've been stalking me. (laughs) I know, man. I was so close to you. I probably passed your house and didn't even know it. Yeah. Keep in the windows. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only reason I knew what Kelpies were. And like the water horse Mm. movie or whatever. Yeah, because there's like, there's obviously like the darker version about death and all that, but I've heard, um, there's a version about it was to prevent children from drowning and things like that. Um, but no, they're quite interesting. I was quite surprised when I seen the um, Pericalpies just resurrected, or not resurrected, erected even, like beside the motorway one day when I was driving past. So they're, they're pretty massive. Big. Yeah, they're like yeah, a they're... big tourist area, like almost. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's right next to like a big fucking lake. Yeah. Like a, a big pond. Whatever. That's really cool. Man, yeah. Scotland is dangerous though. You can you yeah. can you can get a Segway, rent a Segway and drive around them. <laughs> I'm glad that no matter what the culture difference is, segways just work. Segways are the Segway to other countries. It's like that's what we have in common. We're all dorks. <laughs> If you didn't know, man, you can you can take a Segway through the River City District here in Southern Virginia. Take a tour through the mighty last capital of the Confederacy. Is that real? Yeah, that is real. Why haven't um, we done that? <laughs> yeah, I just vlog it and do a Segway tour through the hometown. Do you have to wear yeah. helmets? Yeah, you do have to wear helmets. <laughs> That's great. That's the only way you have to look cool on a Segway, man. Oh, man. I think we should do it for the lols. And because I've always secretly wanted to ride a Segway. It just sounds like a weird, fun time. Oh, man. Something to do. All right. So, I mentioned that the European Union passport. So, do you wish Scotland was independent? Or how do you think about the UK breaking away from the European Union? Do you think it's actually going to happen? Or is it all smoke and mirrors? Um, uh, first off, um, the independence... Like Scotland's independent. Like we had the vote, obviously, maybe four years ago or something. Yeah. And regretfully, I voted for no. Whereas now, I'm a bit more educated. I would have voted yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we benefit quite a lot from being independent. I don't think there's a whole lot to lose either if it goes tits up. Um. 
But as far as like leaving the European Union, I think that's fucking ridiculous. I don't I don't understand that at all. Um I think it would be stupid to do that, to be honest. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen. Or at least I hope it won't. Um you know, it's just a bit bizarre. Well, just to give you a little bit of insight, our country left the European Union a long time ago. <laughs> and we have been struggling. It was good at first. It was like, oh, yeah, we got freedom. And then it's like, oh, shit, man, we suck. Like this last election, everyone was like, all right, we're ready to come back now. <laughs> we've we've learned our lesson. Yeah, yeah. we had a Scottish tour guide that was like really like he seemed like the embodiment of a normal like Scottish guy. He talked about how he stayed up all night with a bottle of scotch ready to celebrate if you guys won your independence. And yeah. then he was so sad it didn't happen. <laughs> And then when he thought, saw the European Union vote, he didn't think like it was going to pass at all since the the uh, separation didn't. So he's like, oh, this is going to be nothing. It's just like them trying to hype people up. So he went to bed early. Then he woke up the next day and was like, what the fuck? Literally yeah. the Trump election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went to sleep like, no way this is going to happen. Woke up like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was a close vote for the independence as well. I think it wasn't far off each other. Like they didn't win by a whole lot. Um, I mean, I think the if I was after of, the yeah. yeah, no, I mean after the vote, and then nothing kind of happened that they're promising. Yeah, I think a lot of people are pissed and they're like wanting to vote independent now. Yeah, I think if they had another vote, we would we would go independent. I was gonna say that, like, I'd say like the reason why people would want to stay was so they would still be a part of the European Union because I heard, like, there might be a chance that Scotland might not get, like, admitted independently. And now, like, what does it matter now if you guys were leaving yeah. anyway? Like, everyone. Yeah. So everyone was getting kicked. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, I, I can remember reading through, like, the, the pros and cons uh, ages ago about being in independent and whatnot. And, like... The cons were like so fucking ridiculous. Like one of them was, what would their currency be? I'm like, I'm sure we could figure that out. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're just gonna be sitting there like, fuck, we don't have money. What are we gonna do now? Uh, just, I don't know. Just people making shit. up some bullshit excuses. Let's hope they yeah. read this. Let's just draw a wee note on a piece of paper, which that's the new currency. <laughs> oh, fuck. Selena said there are some in Texas that want to go independent. Go for it. <laughs> like California wants to be independent. Texas wants to be independent. Do you know how so like, hard we fought to get you guys in the first place? Like, how would that work? Would like a state go independent? Obviously, would like you just have to change currency, or like obviously we would have to change currency. But like, would you have to go away from the U.S. dollar? Obviously, or yeah, it'd be weird because I mean you've got the yeah. U.S. you know around it, and you've got Mexico below it. So it'd be just this little one state size. Well, I guess that's honestly a lot of countries. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be a lot of it'd be weird. California has the most realistic like economy that could support itself. I think it technically has like the fourth largest GDP or something. It's in the least in the top six GDPs of the world by itself. So Cal it's kind of sustain weird. itself. Like, they've got their own laws and stuff. I mean, everyone has their own laws, but, like, <clears throat> if you go to buy a car or, like, a motorcycle, it's, like, online, say, it's, like, all right, I want a motorcycle or I want one for California because the emissions are different all that stuff. Like, 
They could, they're already different. Let them be their own thing. We'll just have a country for Hollywood. It'll be, hmm. be grand. But, um, Rebecca said last time there was a civil war. That's true. At last time, yeah. countries tried to, I mean, states tried to go independent. As long as you have to slap some people back into place, you know, like, no, <laughs> stop that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I think that we're probably better off together than we are apart. I mean, we struggle enough together. Mm-hmm. How are we going to do on our own? <laughs> I think the European Union is really cool in that idea. Like, it's just like the whole connection, being able to move around. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'm jealous of the, the whole passport thing, the idea that you guys have a lot more options. So, I mean, America's yeah. big itself, but I don't know. It's like if you're going to America, I mean, I might be wrong. This was a while ago. I'm sure we had to apply for like a visa kind of thing, like a temporary visa just to go on holiday. Yeah, you get like a certain amount of time. Yeah. Whereas if you're in the EU, it's just it's a lot fucking easier. You know? I saw people complaining. I think it was Sam Pepper. I guess he, I can't remember which country. I guess he's from England. But uh, they were yeah. saying that he's over, like he's overstayed his visa, and he's still staying here. And like people are like trying to deport him. <laughs> it's like holy shit. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Like I understand the whole immigration thing is, a, you know, is important. But like, who cares? Like as long as you actually are, you know, intending on becoming a citizen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I had enough money to stay somewhere for a year, and not actually intend to stay there. <laughs> I mean, you go to. You could get some if you want to be adventurous, man. You could go to somewhere in like Southeast Asia and live like a king for a little bit. Just get vaccinated. Thailand as well. Yeah. Thailand's really cheap. Yeah. Just watch out for the girls. Yeah. I saw that movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in Scotland, do you drink a lot of scotch? Is that that a thing? Yeah. So what would you recommend? (laughs) Um,. I don't know, I drink quite a lot. No, no, I don't mean I drink a lot. I mean... You drink a variety. Yeah. Um, I do like... Um, I don't know if you've heard of Glenn Fittich. I like a... I like a Glenn Fittich. Yeah. Um, not very often I'll buy that, but when I do, I do enjoy it. Um, I quite like my liqueurs and my bourbons as well. But what I kind like of bourbon, what bourbons do you like? Um, Jack Daniels primarily. Yeah. If, um, yeah. Um, not a whole lot of bourbons. Like when you know, go to the shops, it might be different where in America, obviously. But when I go to the shops, or at least the shops I shop at, there isn't a wide range of bourbons. And to be honest, they all do just taste the same. Like Did you guys have Jim Beam? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that tastes—it's not exactly the same as Jack Daniels. It's slightly different, but you know, like I, it's I a like bourbon. A, I like alcohol a lot, but really, when you get into whiskey, bourbon, scotch, like I, they all taste the same. They don't all me. taste the same. Play they do no, to me. No, 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 like, no, no, no. I paid like sixty bucks for Johnny Walker, and it's—I still don't like it. It still tastes like shit to me. I think Johnny Walker's overrated. Like every every single malt I've tasted, like Scotch whiskey is, like, I can noticeably tell the difference. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan. Yeah. I prefer I'm a rum person. So. I like a rum and coke. 
now and again, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely a whiskey man. Ethan likes scotch a lot. Well, I like, yeah. bur- I like bourbon. Like, I like this Jim Beam Black. Yeah, yeah. I saw you pouring it before the, um, yeah. before the stream started. <laughs> yeah, but my friend uh, has gotten into, like, uh, trying different scotch and, like, Irish whiskeys. So, yeah. And when we were over there, we tried some different stuff, but nothing really, like, stuck out. And I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, it was more like a tourist Just trap that. type thing. So yeah, we didn't have that. a good guide like telling us telling about it so yeah there's a good um place in edinburgh it's like a whiskey kind of tasting connoisseur place and they they go around and they tell you about how to identify different kinds of well you know just a typical taste testing and they have all these nice bottles and have like some well obviously they're scottish brewed um i don't know i mean my friend he's got an already job so he frequently buys like nice bottles of scotch (laughs) <laughs> and we'll sit and try them. Um, price isn't everything. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'll say. I mean, for expensive bottles and they've tasted absolutely rotten. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my favorite things I saw on YouTube that actually got me into PewDiePie was he, he did a whole like whiskey tasting thing where he went yeah. through Japanese bourbons, American bourbons, scotch, <laughs> Irish stuff. It was really cool to watch. And he would just drink like cupfuls of it. And I'm like, and he was just yeah. like talking normal after. I'm like, he just drink a shit ton of alcohol. Oh, he <laughs> he's, likes his he's, yeah, it's impressive. So. We had a, was a Japanese um, whiskey and it was, I think it won a global award or some, something quite important. It was some important taste testing thing. And it was quite expensive and we got it and we tried it. And I think we bend it after because it's fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm like, why would you pay for that? I heard it's really blowing up over there, though. That's like the like Asia's becoming like the biggest consumer yeah. of whiskeys. Yeah, so. it's definitely on the rise. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I just I, I think I don't have a good appreciation of different alcohol. Like people, for, like Grey Goose, for example. People are like, "Oh, it's so smooth." I'm like, "It still tastes like shit to me." No, Grey Goose is overrated. <laughs> it's, I think it's definitely so. too expensive. Like I bought it. Like I had an open bottle. I didn't like it. So now I just have one to like put on display, but it's like I don't I don't care for it. Yeah, rum is the only thing I really drink straight. You know, I think it's quite. I think it's integrated as part of like kind of the culture here because obviously like Scotch whiskey is kind of big in Scotland, and you've got Ireland and things like that as well. Um, from like a young age, not fuck that sounds bad. Um, not from a young age. Um, but like when you're of the legal age and you're kind of drinking. Like everybody's kind of drinking whiskey or has an appreciation for it that's a little bit older, so you kind of get into it and taste it. And yeah, it's kind of part of the culture, I suppose. It's quite, we're all quite fond of it. And what's the legal drinking age there? Is it nine? <laughs> yeah, what age do you guys start drinking? When, when besides the legal age, when is it uh, ex- socially acceptable for kids to start trying to sneak off and drink? Like, what, what's your drinking um, culture? as early as 13 wow. yeah here that's like frowned upon i think it's like 16 <laughs> yeah. here it's like when you can start oh well, when we say socially acceptable it's not it's not socially acceptable amongst people who aren't 13 but if you are 13 there's like not really else much to do and it's kind of like what everybody else is doing like yeah. I, I didn't start drinking until i was like 15 um but I had friends that were drinking before that, but I just wasn't interested. 
Dude, when we were in Belfast, I have this story. I don't know if I've actually told this on a stream. It might have been a really early one I did. But have you seen the movie Grease by chance? Yeah, I have. All right, with like the pink ladies and stuff. All right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we encounter, and oh, like it's a Sunday in Belfast. Everything is like shut down. Before we'd been to a bunch of cities, we had no problems. We get to Belfast, and it's like the sketchiest place in the world compared to all, all yeah. the cities we've been. And uh, like it's a Sunday, like everyone is like just fucked up in the streets, and it's fine. We're just like walking around. We didn't have much to do that day because it was like a travel day for us. We had just gotten there, and so. When we're like going to this McDonald's, we see like th these group of girls all wearing the same jackets, like their leather <laughs> burgundy jackets, and they're like twelve, and they're like asking yeah. us to buy them something or whatever. And I just I wasn't really paying attention to them because we've had people begging stuff before, and I'm like looking at their clothes. I'm like, you guys don't need anything. <laughs> you guys are dressed better than me right now. So we just go inside, but. We eat like at the McDonald's, like facing off to the street, and we can see them. And they're like straight, like have this giant bottle of like liquor they're passing around. They're like buying like cigarettes from like crackheads, like for like two, I guess like like two to like four dollars something. They were just overpaying for a bunch of shit, and they're just like getting fucked up yeah. in the streets. And like when a cop like drove by, one of them's like literally hiding this giant bottle like in her coat like this. So yeah, oh, it's really fucked. Uh, yeah. I'm I know people in Ireland, um, personally, that I visited, and even, I don't know, like, even in parts of Scotland, like Glasgow, um, like, cops now will take, like, your drink off you, they'll confiscate it off you if you don't have your ID on you, which rightfully so, in a sense, but they'll just fucking drink it all. Yeah. Like, I know cops that drink and drive, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, at school, when I was at school... When I was 13 in high school, I was selling fags like cigarettes to people for 50 pence. Yeah, you know, that's just the culture, like everybody was smoking, it was like the cool thing to do. You know, I don't know, I think it's a bit different over here. Like, there's always these documentaries you see. Um, do you know who like Jeremy Kale is? Yeah, 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 uh, it's like what Jeremy Kale doing documentaries of like all these underage teens and that they are sitting drinking and smoking. And how it's so frowned upon, but yeah, it's such the norm in the culture here. I mean, I don't want to paint a bad picture, but it's, it's you know, we binge drink. We're not like like in France; they have like they have a glass of wine with their meals and that. And children, within reason, will have some red wine, you yeah. know. But here, it's just like let's just buy a bottle and get fucked up. Yeah. That's my, my kind uh, of mindset. I like the way you think. I like the way your country yeah. thinks. I, I, <laughs> I wish the best for your country. <laughs> Independence will do as well. Yeah. It'll be a blur. <laughs> when we took the ferry from uh, Scotland to the Belfast, it was like it was a Sunday afternoon, and we got Sunday on there by fresh. car. Yeah. And like every as soon as we got there, like the bar, just everyone just started pounding drinks, like groups of people. And this is like people had to drive off of here. It was like the loudest I've ever heard stuff. And they were just going crazy in there. And then they just got off and drove after. That. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's the big like the binge drinking. Is that where all these like sayings come from that don't make sense? Like people <laughs> were just slurring and people were like, oh yeah, that's what he meant. <laughs> Probably. That's great. 
man. Yeah. I really want to go to Scotland. My like interest in Scotland is already pretty high. I just really want to go. Just sounds like a good time. It sounds like a you know, sounds like walking into a bar in America, except it's the country. See, I've always wanted to go into a bar in America. That's kind of great. Some of them are cool. Like some of them are cool. No, like my favorite one that we've ever had was a like a Scottish Irish pub. So yeah. that's, in my opinion, that's the best kind. But then for me, going into another country to then go into a pub that's meant to be <laughs> Scottish, I'd be kind of like, all right. Uh, Literally, you walk in, judging they have, it. They have on the TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the place was uh, actually called Highlanders. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here it's like most bars, at least where we are, it's just sports bars where you can't hear each other. <coughs> like We have a couple cool ones, but they're hard to find. Yeah, we talked yeah. about this last time. Our our best spot in our hometown is like literally a Chinese restaurant. That's not a brewery. We have, bre- we have two breweries in town. They're really nice. So. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So talking about Scotland, where if you're coming to visit Scotland or just like the UK in general, where would you recommend going? What are your highlights? Um, I'll state the obvious. Edinburgh is it's a must see. I mean, it's one of the biggest tourist attractions in Scotland for obvious reasons. Um, personally, I like. Um, Scotland has like a lot of the old-fashioned kind of like cobble streets and things like that. I mean, you get yeah. a lot of that in Edinburgh as well. But there's like some quite small towns and villages. I mean, I personally like. Um, don't know if you'll have heard of it, Saint Andrews. They have like the old cobble streets and the old kind of fashion shops. It's also the um, the birthplace of golf, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you golf? <laughs> Dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, got a nice beach too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like. When I was younger, I used to get taken to all these like historical places and like places of natural beauty in Scotland. And like, but I never really appreciated it. I just kind of wanted to get home um, to play with my friends. But. Now looking back, I wish I had appreciated it more because now I don't really have the time to go and do these things. Now that I'm a bit older, um, but there's a lot of places of natural beauty around Scotland with a lot of historical value, and a lot of interest. Um, I don't know. There's so many nice places to go. Um, I don't know. I plan on taking the time maybe next year to take some time off work to actually go around and visit some of these places. There's some nice islands and that just off the coast of Scotland and things like that. Yes. That's what's really amazing. So it's like the history mythology is like, there's just so much fucking packed into such a tiny place. I mean, it's not tiny, but it's just, it's so reachable, I guess, by car or anything. Do you have, well, talking about cars, do you have a car or do you just rely on like public transportation? Oh yeah, I have a car. Yeah. 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 I have a car. I didn't know how important it is because, like in America, you pretty much have to, like where we live, mm. you have to have a car. But in a lot of European you, places, it's not. You don't mean you could probably get away with not having a car, but from the age of like sixteen, I was told like you need to pass your driving test so you can travel about for jobs. It opens up so many opportunities because you can travel in Scotland, like pretty much anywhere for your work. Obviously, it might mean relocating or staying somewhere for a bit, but essentially, you can kind of go anywhere. 
because yeah. that's all small and quaint. Um, but yeah, I know a lot of European countries rely a lot on just like the public transport and things. That seems to work for them. I can't. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have a car. Like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't like public transportation anyway. But uh -huh. just the thought about not being able to go wherever I want. Like, I'm a I'm a driving person anyway. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, definitely, you know, don't take your scenery for granted. You don't see any of that over here. Like, yeah. Scotland, Ireland, that's what we, like, you do, pictures you actually, of that. You can see we, some of it. Uh, like, the Appalachian Mountains, that's kind of similar to, like, Scotland and Ireland. If you really take it right, right before the mountains, you can kind of get the similar scenery. In fact, like a tour guide told us that supposedly like the highlands of Scotland were once connected to the Appalachian Mountains and broke off when like the continent split apart. I don't know how real that is. Oh, really? Yeah. I All I That's know is I see a lot of, I know a lot of people that have like screensavers of like the cliffs of Dover and stuff like that. I don't see anything yeah. that has it of anything in America. And like I've seen, you know, maps like from where they, you know, deforestation, stuff like that. And it's like, we're... <laughs> We're kind of bare over here. And I'm, I know it's like that everywhere, but like we just, our scenery is not as great. The mountains are pretty. It's nice. I might be a little desensitized to them, but yeah. I don't know. It's just everything's a little greener over there. So, yeah. And I've got a little scotch with me somewhere. I don't know. According to my family, at least, I'm very pale. So. <laughs> It's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, don't send your DNA off. You might get find someone that's a serial killer in your family. We learned that in the last live stream, so don't do that. So that's crazy. Yeah, don't send your DNA off, you guys. I warn everyone about that now. <laughs> it's like not saying you're a serial killer, but you know, just in case. <laughs> You don't want any curveballs in life. <laughs> the thing to me is like I hear a lot of people do it, and I've heard stories of twins doing it, and they get completely different results. And it's like, how do you know that they're actually telling the truth? Yeah, they might just so, be bullshitting you guys. It's a lot cheaper to bullshit someone. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, hold on. One more thing. Sorry, I keep thinking of these things. All right, so you talked about America and super sizes and all that. What about in Scotland and like Europe where you don't get fucking free refills? What is up with that for soda or anything? Yeah. Either. You don't really though. You don't get it's not like unlimited like in America. America is just like free flowing everything. We got well, everyone's. Like everywhere you go. Like to eat free refills. I don't so know. I Everywhere we went, like you had to like pay again for like refills. Dude, they just heard you speaking uh, in a non Scottish accent. They're like, let's fuck with this dude. We can make a ton of money off him. Like, no, we're I mean, tell I, him I, they charge. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't mean um, you get free refills everywhere. I mean, a lot of places you do. Yeah. Um, the kind of like family friendly restaurants and things. But as far as like pub, pubs go or. Obviously, a pub, but like pub restaurant or like things that aren't so kid oriented tend to be like pay for your second drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I never really yeah. thought about it. To be honest, just kind of left with that. <laughs> Here, the only place that really doesn't do free refills is like county fairs and you know yeah, places like amusement parks. <laughs> that's the thing, though. Like saying about re free refills. I very often, see if I get a free refill in a place, I'll be lucky to drink half of that second refill. 
Like, I don't want it. See, the thing is, though, if you know it's free, you drink more. Because usually it's not uncommon for me to, like, finish my first drink as soon as the waitress leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's free, whatever, man. And then yeah. we'll get one to go. Yeah, talking about drink it on the way home. Yeah, portion sizes in America. Guarantee you, most Americans probably drink a two liter of soda a day, just based off of like free wow. refills off of uh, at restaurants and stuff. Really? You don't really notice, and I, I guarantee you, most people don't notice because it gets refilled for you, and you just drink a lot. So I don't know. And I also like really spicy food, so gotta have that. That's quite a lot. I think that was a study, though, that said most uh, Americans drink a two-liter of soda a day, which is just insane. But does I mean, yeah. well, I don't know. In terms of your daily fluid intake and what you should be having, it's not really insane. But over here, like, my partner will occasionally get like, a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. And if she <laughs> drinks, if she goes to work for a 12-hour shift and she comes back home and it's gone. I'm kind of like, what the fuck? How did you drink all that? I just drink any water today. You know? Um, My grandma's like, that water's free. we get free refills with water. Water's free here. Yeah, I know. I know. That's yeah, good. Fuck yes. <laughs> but what about ice? You guys don't really do ice either. so. Yeah, we make it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, well, what about your ice cream? I heard it doesn't even taste like butter. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go back and forth with this? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing though that's that story i'm definitely gonna have to tell some people that that's great i never would have never would i ever have thought <laughs> well it's just you know you, you grow up with things and then you don't realize that it's different other places like i'm sure that if i went over you know overseas the thing i always think about is just having to drive on the other side of the road that's what gets to me <clears throat> but to think of all the other things that are just different it's the it's, other side of the road you drive on the other side of the road <laughs> Yeah, well, you see, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I actually see you guys. I drove on, drove like all around, did the road trip through the, the UK and Ireland. And you guys drive better than we do. You guys yeah, follow the rules. No, it's like you guys, guys. <laughs> you're like highway or a dual motor carriageway. Like you guys follow the rules, like how you're supposed to drive, like only in one lane and then pass in another. America, we're all over the place. You guys have yeah. the traffic circles that make a lot more sense than fucking red lights. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like when we were in America, we hired a car. Yeah, we were driving. I was like, no one has patience. They like they don't let you out. I don't know if it's just a British thing. We're like, oh no, you go first. Oh no, you go first. No, you guys are a lot like, more. Yeah. And then there was like no roundabouts. That, yeah. It was just like junctions, junctions you call them, but all these traffic lights everywhere. Yeah. It's fucking mental. <laughs> yeah. Everyone here is a very, it's, you know, <clears throat> every man for himself mentality. Yeah. Like people, they just have no manners. They won't let them. Maybe, maybe it's different here because it's not as big as America. So it's kind of like, you know, we're not in yeah. such a rush. Still, yeah. though, like, I mean, we live in a small town and people are just jerks. Like, sometimes you'll right. be in places that are more courteous, but you know, especially when you do get to places like Florida, like, I don't know if you yeah. get to drive on I 95 at all, but people will go like 200, not 200, but like 100 miles an hour plus and just pass you like you're standing still and then, you know, yeah. cut you off. It's bad. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess we'll just come to use and get used to it. Yeah. 
So what do you think about the like the big brother camera picture like ticketing system in the UK? Because that's really different from America. Like America, you have to have like a cop on the side of the road catch you doing something. There you can even get like a they'll have a camera in like a bus lane to try to get you. And you're like, I didn't I didn't know what I'm doing, man. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, like Steve, um my my place of work is fifteen minute drive on the motorway. Yeah. Seven if you're breaking the speed limit. Um but like I know all the stops where the police cars sit for to catch out like, hide behind bushes. But like they won't chase you, they'll they'll just snap a picture and that's you find. Yeah. And like they have speed cameras sitting on top of like the the signs to tell you what route to take and things like that. They'll have them hidden up there to catch your speed as you're driving past and then you'll just get a letter through the door a couple of months later to say you've got points in your license and you're being fined for this amount. Um so- do the points actually affect you or is it more just like a fine? Does it like affect your insurance no, no, no. when you're driving? Yeah, basically like if you get 12 points, you lose your license. Okay. For two years and then you have to reset your test and everything and do a driver's awareness course. If, you're, if you've only passed your test within the first two years and you get any points, you lose your license. What the fuck? There's yeah. so many cameras. I mean, I'm only in my, I think I've got a few months to go until I pass my probation of two years. Damn. Um, so I'm like on the watch here, like I know where all the police cars stop and they take their pictures and shit. Um, yeah, it's about fucking crazy. See, yeah. with all the pictures, I thought it would be more like a slap on the wrist type thing with how hard no. hardcore it is. No. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've like, um, no, I mean, you get like a, a reasonable fine, like a hundred pounds or something, maybe more, depending on what speed you were going. Yeah. Um, I suppose it isn't that bad considering you're breaking the law, but yeah, I don't know. Like the points, 12 points isn't actually a lot. I mean, you can get more than three points for like a driving offense, depends on how bad it is. Like some people could get three points for speed and then six points for something else. Or you can just get the full ship. I think yeah. we get like six points if it's twenty over, three points if it's under that. Yeah. The Ethan, whole probation thing's a bit fucked. I think two years to go. And if you get any points at all, then that's it. You lose your license for two years. Yeah, I'd never heard that before, man. I'm sorry. Good luck on your last couple of months. I'm sorry that you well, have I just got like a brand car. new car on finance, yeah. so if I get fucked, then I can't pay for my car. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, like, it's not unrealistic for you just not to even know that you've gotten that many points. Like, yeah. you can just get a notification, hey, you're you're under probation now. So, yeah. that sucks. Here, you Make have the option of getting a, if you just outrun the cop, you're not in trouble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I've got these um, black box things as well. I don't know if you have them in America, where, um, with your insurance provider, you get a black box fitted to your car and it records your speeds and um, how fast you're in corners, um, what time of night you're driving, like no, all this stuff. This. And then if there's an accident and you say, oh, I wasn't speeding, then they can send it to the police and the police will confine you and give you points. I really hope and they, they take after that. Yeah, it's yeah, picking up here. We make it um, compulsory for all cars at some point here. Aaron can would track probably know more about that. He's the insurance guy. Yeah, SL insurance. Yeah, we do have it in America. It's not mandatory, but all new cars have it up under the steering wheel where you put it in. Yeah. 
and they'll give you a discount a discount for doing it but it is like monitoring yeah. all your data so yeah essentially in fact my wife's mom like uh one of the companies we we represent um uh, she was the first person in southern virginia and the second person in the state overall to fail their like sp- their discount test because usually if you pass okay. it you get like this big discount and for the first six months you automatically get the discount if you pass it you keep it and she was only the second person to fail it <laughs> i got so. like i got um my insurance about a hundred pound cheaper yeah and then if you basically what they said to me was if you're driving isn't in the worst um 50 percent of our drivers with the box installed we will keep you well basically if you're in the worst five percent we'll give you three warnings third warning we take you off your insurance and if your driving's good enough we'll give you a discount on your next year i think like a 10 like a 20 pound a month discount that's pretty good and they just monitor it on their own like you don't have to have an accident they just monitor it yeah they just they can take all the data i don't know how it works but they take all the data to the computers and compare it no thanks like algorithms yeah well selena says like all state has an app usually you have like an app and it sends it to it and then it sends it through and it monitors it yeah that's crazy i mean i feel like in the end it would probably condemn you more than it would help you at least in my case because, I mean, I haven't gotten caught a lot of times I should have. But, I mean, it's not unusual for me to go, you know, a bit over the speed limit or take turns quick. So I shouldn't be saying that to my insurance representative. Not Ethan's only, written with me. <laughs> yeah, not only does it do all that stuff, but it also, like, takes into account the time of day you go, you drive at. So if you drive at times where more accidents are likely to occur, like late at night or something like that, it factors that even higher so it can up your rate yeah. just based on your area and likelihood of an accident mm-hmm. but i used to work in um, like back shift so i wasn't finishing till after 10 at night so i was driving every night late obviously so i was a higher risk apparently so that was taken into consideration that was like lost points on that um black box thing for that for a while mm. So, it's, it's overkill. It's all overkill, I think. I mean, Big Brother's watching you, man. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing, though. I mean, if you, in America, say, you know, you're always looking for a cop, but it over there, you just know that the likelihood is someone's keeping tabs on you. I would argue it would make you a safer driver. Because, I mean, if you can't see a cop, you're more likely in America to break the law. But over there, it's like, well, can't take a chance. No, it's cameras. Yeah, so. It's like, there's rules. Like, the camera, like, see if it's like a, just a, a stationary camera stuck on something. It has to have a sign to let you know there's cameras in the area. And, like, if it's a police car with a camera in the back, they need to be physically visible. But they're still sneaky as fuck about it. Like, they'll hide in bushes that you can't see from the angle you're coming. But you could be argued that they could be seen when you're, like, parallel to them. Yeah. It's a problem here because we have a lot of hills and mountains and stuff like that. So it's not yeah. unlikely to just go over a hump and suddenly there's a you know cop sitting there where they'll hide mm-hmm. in between the trees. And really, that's the... It's unfortunate. Around here, that seems to be the majority of what the cops do is just trying to catch people and give tickets. 
Sorry, guys. It's true. <laughs> All right. We're getting close to the end. We'll try to end it at 10. All right. Any more closing thoughts? Uh, what about the, the King Arthur legend in Scotland? Do you think any of that is true? Do you think any of it happened in Scotland? <clears throat> what did you learn about it as a Scottish person? Um, yeah, because obviously there's claim to it from England, Wales. Um, I think it's Scottish. Yeah. Um, the origins, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've done a bit of research about it a while ago, and then I keep having to kind of go back and refresh my memory on it. But like, there's um, what was one of the things? It was like historians have kind of looked back to. Like the whole kind of thing is like you have King Arthur and you have Merlin, who was meant to be this wizard. Yeah. However, yeah. So I mean, obviously, this Merlin wasn't a wizard. Um, but they look back to find documentation of any important figures with these kind of names, and Scotland's the only one that has like an Arthur, um, and a Merlin within a really tight kind of year span. <clears throat> um, Merlin being supposedly meant to be like a an influenced politician of his time, yeah. and then you've got Arthur, who was like based in I want to say either Stirling or Camelin in Falkirk at the time. Um, and like, there's so many coincidences. Like, I've read that there's been the where these battles are meant to have been taking place for a lot of the legend is places that are relatable in Scotland as well as like burial grounds for the King Arthur legends like link up with the burial family plot ground of this said Arthur who had this influence back then in like the 5th century and stuff yeah. it all kind of links together more with Scotland than it does with England or Wales in my opinion but people could see that as being biased I mean, like you've got Arthur C in Edinburgh. I'd imagine you've seen that when you were there. Yes, um, yes. I mean, because that was meant to be like King Arthur managed to gather his troops for a battle against someone. can't remember off the top of my head, but it was because of him that Edinburgh wasn't um, taken. So they had Arthur C made, well, it was like Arthur C in his memorial kind of thing. You know, there's a lot of points to support it. Yeah, that's that's the reason why I brought it up is the more of like research doing like our Scottish videos, like I've read more like King Arthur stuff than I ever expected. Like in America, just from yeah. the stuff I had heard like in school and stuff, they made it sound more English. That's why mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about it, your perspective. So Yeah. I think it's Scottish. Yeah. I definitely think there there's more to it because there's like when I was doing our uh, Sterling Castle video. They were talking about how they thought Sterling Castle was the real if like King Arthur existed, that was the real seat of like the the Round Table and all that. So yeah, yeah, there's a debate about that. Um, no, I I think that could be true. Definitely, yeah, yeah, a bit of debate though. All right, one final thing. This is a really weird one, but this is something I always think of. All right. In my head, I always picture Australia as like a southern hemisphere version of England. And then I always think of New Zealand as like the southern hemisphere of Scotland version of Scotland. What do you think of that? What do you think of New Zealand as yeah. you guys' counterpart, the Kiwis? But 
Did we lose you? Oh no! Hold on. We were so close. I know. Just made four minutes away. Just ended it. Man. Hopefully that didn't make him mad. So I don't know. All right. Well, technical difficulties. Don't know what's going on. I know Rebecca has stopped making me feel bad. I think it's it was in the outline originally. In the, he said it was Mike disconnected. I'm sorry, you guys. It was in the outline. I actually didn't ask him if there's anything you didn't want us to talk about. Usually I say that. So there should have been some. I don't know. Well, next time on The Strangest, we piss off other favorite YouTubers. All right. Well, let's do a brief. All right. Next week, Friday at 7 p.m. Our time, Eastern time, New York City time. We're having Sir Spooks on. We're doing it an hour early because he's in the same like later time zone. So join us for that. We're going to be talking to him. Um, I think he has merch out. If you really like Sir Spooks, you could get some of his merch. Like, comment, subscribe. But most of all, thank you to Mr. Ramsey. I was hoping your mic would come on in this interlude. But thank you for like staying up really late after working 12 fucking hours to hang out with us. So if you haven't checked out his, how his channel, please do it. Like, comment, subscribe. Do whatever YouTube makes you do now to like be able to see videos. Do you have anything else to say, Blake? Oh, man. Uh, still trying to kill time. Yeah, again, thanks, Mr. Ramsey. It's been a good time. Uh, sorry that you know I made you say all those weird things, but it was a it was a fun time. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Uh, I said fuck. Don't know what's happening. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's all right, Mr. Ramsey. We'll we'll uh, figure it out. But yeah, everyone, go check him out. Uh, the link for his channel should be in the description. If not, we will put it there. <clears throat> but yeah. We had a good time. Look forward to seeing you guys next week. So, is that all you got, Ethan? Hold on, I was going to link to his channel in the chat. Give me a second. I had it up a second ago. Also, after this, I might do a, uh, a stream on our side channel, Stay Strange, video game stuff, if you guys want to watch that. What are you going to play? I don't know. Uh, if you're not busy, you can come play Mario Kart. If not, I'll probably play Zelda. I don't want to drive, man. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, probably gonna be Zelda Breath of the Wild because I've been really into that. Like that's been, I dare I say, my favorite Zelda game, which is insane because I've had the same favorite for years. But yeah, so be playing that. Uh, be sure to join us in our Discord if you're not already, so you can hang out with us, talk to us, let you know when there's new stuff going on, behind the scenes stuff. It's a good time. Uh. Yeah, Twitter, all that good stuff. Just follow us on all the things. Yeah, we've been posting a lot on all the social media. Uh, Discord, if you want to stay directly connected to us, where you could like talk to us and annoy us anytime. Next week, new video, Gene said. Uh, we had, like, Blake had computer problems, so that's why we've had a delay in videos. We have two videos we've been working on pretty hardcore. Um, one, we've thought about pushing it back and just releasing that one because it has to do with Hurricane Katrina. That anniversary is next week. So it will be at least maybe the 23rd, like middle of next week. We might be doing – we have an unsolved one too that I've filmed. I'm just waiting on the narration. And then I have another one I'm writing. So we have stuff in the works. 
we just Blake had editing problems with the computer. And <coughs> now we kind of want to try to get try to milk some of the the views from the anniversary. I guess if that's a thing. So play yourself out, Mr. Ramsey. Plug yourself. Yeah. Oh, is it working? Yeah, it's, yeah, working. it's working. Yeah, tell us oh. one last time. What? 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 Just why? Why should we check out your channel? Because I'm Scottish. Yeah, I mean, I no, it's really memorable. He's growing really fast. Awesome videos. It's different. I don't really got a lot of channels kind of blend together. You won't be disappointed. Like I saw him, yeah. I, I saw him again like a few weeks later. I'm like, holy shit! Got to keep an eye on this video, like this creator. And I'm really glad he just joined us because I just randomly messaged him. <laughs> so I appreciate um, all your time. Yeah, I mean, for when I first started, I thought I was the only Scottish person here um, doing this kind of thing. Turns out there's another guy. Um, not going to call him out. Try talking to him. Not very friendly. So I'm definitely the most friendliest Scottish in the area you'll probably come across. Um, happy to chat to anyone. DMs are always open. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. yeah, come check it out. Well, we're glad you Thanks guys popped back in. But yeah. yeah, so everyone, we enjoyed it, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, and until next time, stay, stay strange. strange.